2020 hit pageants hard. And whilst everyone else is talking about how to walk, how to talk and how to dress, no one's answering the real questions like, what should I do when I've lost all motivation? How can I regain my confidence? How do I pick myself up after a soul-destroying pageant experience? Or should I even be doing pageants in the first place, especially after 2020? It's time to make sure your inner game is as strong as your outer game. It's time to make sure you're aligned so that you're pulled towards your goals rather than being pulled apart. It's time to put that imposter syndrome to rest once and for all. I'm your host, Adrian Kwan, and welcome to the Pageant Boss Podcast. A friend of mine messaged me this morning asking me what she should do about hate that she was getting. Uh, She just won a title, so, you know, you'd think that the illusion, I I guess, the delusion that you might have is that you win a title and you're going to be happy, and uh, certainly that is true for some people for some amount of time, but sometimes in pageantry, your victory is interpreted as someone else's loss, and so it's not even necessarily the person themselves who has a negative reaction, but it's their so-called quote-unquote fans who might have a very negative reaction to your victory. And can I just say a little thing about pageant fans? I have always said I don't think of myself as a pageant fan. Um, I, I am a fan of, I say, some of the women that, look, I'm a fan of women's empowerment. I'm a fan of a woman being able to to do whatever she wants to do and the general theory that a woman can do anything that a man wants to do and sometimes do it better, right? I'm also a, a big proponent and a big believer in equality. I don't think men are evil and men are the problem either, by the way. Um, and we can have a whole separate discussion about that. But I, I bring up the subject of pageant fans because sometimes they are the nicest most generous people you'll ever meet. But there is a certain subset of pageant fans who call themselves pageant fans or pageant experts. And then when things don't go the way they want, they are some of the most, they say some of the most horrifically hurtful things that I would never say to a human being. I'm not even sure I would ever think them because not only are they horrible, they are almost always completely wildly off base, like they are wrong. Um, my friend sent me a screenshot of one of the DMs she had gotten, and not only was the DM hurtful, it was completely wrong. Like what 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 this person had said, because you know when you go to attack someone, you kind of want a reason for it. So she was attacking my friend for this reason, like she thought she had seen something that my friend had done, but she hadn't. So she was attacking based completely on a faulty premise. But, you know, it's not like she would have found a reason to attack, even if there wasn't a reason, if you if you know what I mean. I mean, this person obviously just wasn't happy and wanted to have a go at my friend. And the, one of the funny things I have to say was, and bear this in mind, if you ever catch catch hate, This person was attacking my friend for not having that many social media followers. Now, my friend has 
I'm not going to disclose how many, but has thousands, uh, thousands of followers on social media. And certainly that's gone up since her win. This person was saying, and this is one of the things she got wrong, saying your your followers haven't gone up basically because you're a horrible person. No one's happy for you. So obviously um, your followers haven't gone up because no one likes you. And bear in mind, because I saw the screenshot, this person has no posts on their Instagram, like zero, or a big fat egg, like zero posts. So they haven't created anything of their own. And they have, I think it was like a hundred followers. Can we just take a moment to appreciate sometimes the downsides of the world that we live in and social media? When someone like that, who's not posted, not created, not taken the time, not put in the effort to create a single post of their own, goes on social media to attack someone who should be having the happiest moment of their life. And, you know, this person who's attacking knows nothing about my friend because they've never talked before. What sort of world is it where that can happen? Now, there's a flip side, obviously. There's a positivity. And as I've already said, this is a subset. This hateful breed is a subset of pageant fans. My lesson from 2020 was... Sometimes, though, that subset, because it is so loud, can seem like it's not a subset. It's not the minority, but it's the majority. It can seem like everybody hates you because, well, it's a vocal minority. They're making all the noise. And when you actually get through the tough time and you catch your breath and your perspective and you look back at it, um, you're not in the middle of it where you feel like you're being attacked, but you can look back at it. You realize that there are actually a lot of people who are on your side who maybe had no idea what you were going through because we all have busy lives. And then sometimes they just didn't quite know how to get involved. Um, and bear in mind, my friend was asking me this because she knew that I'd been through a similar period in 2020 when I was being attacked. And she wanted to know how I'd dealt with it. Um, and that was certainly my experience. I learned a lot of things in 2020. One was the word gaslight, the term gaslight. I had no idea what it was. I had these images of the old gas heaters with the little pilot lights. What gaslighting is, is someone attacks you so viciously or so repeatedly that you actually begin to question whether you're sane or not. Like, all the things that you'd come to believe about yourself or about facts that had happened or things that had happened in your life, when someone attacks you so viciously and repeatedly, you actually begin to question your own sanity. Because what happens is these people are, are unhinged. Let me just put it out there. The people that I've been attacked by on social media don't hold themselves at all to the same standards that I do if I'm going to actually criticize someone. Now, bear in mind, I don't go in to criticize anyone um, unless it's as part of my platform making sure that I think the pageant industry is above board. And I don't do that Don't do that as Adrian Kwan. I do that as the pageant project because I don't think anyone else is going to do it. So I take that role seriously. But by and large, in my personal life, I'm I don't go onto someone's page and criticize them because why the hell would I want to do that? 
A, I have better things to do, and B, I, you never know, I never know what's going on. I don't know the facts. So to go in on someone else's page and criticize them when I have no idea what's really going on is just prima facie for me, it's stupid, right? So I wouldn't do it. But here's a problem, because I wouldn't do it. Because to me, that would make me a, not only a bad person, but it's a stupid thing because you don't know what's going on. And you could look stupid as a result. But I believe, you subconsciously believe that everyone will act the same way you do. You cannot help it, right? Because you behave the way you behave because you think it makes sense. Like if you didn't think the way you behaved made sense, you wouldn't do it, right? I mean, that, that just, that's common sense, right? We tend to act and behave the way that we think is right. Yeah, sometimes we make mistakes and do things that we shouldn't do, like eating way too much Easter chocolate as an example. But by and large, the things we do over our lives consistently, we make decisions that are consistent with, you know, the beliefs that we have. And if we didn't have those, if we thought those beliefs, I mean, you've got to believe your beliefs are right. Otherwise, you wouldn't believe them. I've got to stop saying the word belief. I'll stop now. But not everyone, I lied, not everyone has the same beliefs that you do. And this is so crucial for you to understand. It's crucial for me to understand. Because some people think that they have a moral duty or moral imperative to go on some crusade. Some people are so obsessed with having everyone like them or having a big fan base or being the center of attention that their beliefs about how to behave and what's right and what pageantry is are completely different to your own. So in their heads, they're completely, they're completely, what would you say? They're right in attacking you. Because that's in accordance with their beliefs. So here, here I am, right, going, I would never attack anyone unless, unless I had all the facts and unless it was super important and unless what the person was doing was really heinously, objectively, demonstrably wrong. That's my belief. If I'm going to attack someone, it would have to be like that, really world-ending. And then you have all these people attacking you. So then you go, geez, I must actually be doing something really wrong. Otherwise, they wouldn't attack me. Aha! But not everyone behaves the way you behave. That's the kicker. They behave, they behave. You don't know what's going on in their heads. Basically, we're all crazy, right? And this is the thing that is so important for you to understand. When you catch hate, it's all about them. And I'm not saying in a narcissistic way, it's all about them. I mean, some, very often it is as well, right? This is their, the way to gain attention is to attack people who are doing better than they are. But if you ever catch hate, it's about them. It's not about you. It literally, like, keep your ego in check, honestly, is another way of saying it. Don't think you're so important that they're actually their attack on you is anything to do with you. It's on them. Either their favorite didn't win, or they're in a bad mood, or you've triggered something in them. And by the way, that's not your fault. We take full responsibility for our own emotions. I do not like this whole idea of trigger warnings for everything, with some exceptions, some notable exceptions, um, cultural exceptions. But it's a, a, an, an emotionally healthy, well-to-do person who 
has, let's say, in terms of their beliefs and values, tends to treat people with respect and give them the benefit of the doubt, does not go on social media and viciously attack a stranger with outlandish propositions. It doesn't happen. And this is why you have to be so careful of gaslighting. Because when someone does that, and if you're like me and you pride yourself on doing the right thing, like that's part of my identity. I do the right thing. I don't speed. I don't litter. And it's not because I couldn't. It's because I think those things are wrong and I don't want to do the wrong thing. It's the way I was brought up, right? And I'd like to I'd actually like to see more people actually obeying the law rather than... It seems like these days, when the government tells you something or there's a law, half the people in the country want to go and say, no, I don't have to behave like... I don't have to follow that law. Um, And you can't throw me in jail because, like, I'm a sovereign citizen or some crap like that. I don't... The world's gone crazy. All right, we'll leave that for another day. But gaslighting, that's what it is. That's why it's so important. The people attacking you don't have your beliefs. I'm not even going to say they have the right beliefs because who's to, who's to say that your beliefs are right or my beliefs are right or their beliefs are right. This is part and, part and parcel of the beauty of the human race is that we are diverse. And unfortunately, sometimes that diversity doesn't manifest itself in the prettiest of ways. But when you win a pageant, when you're successful at anything, God help you. And I, I say that, and I'm very aware that it's very different to what other people will say, because most people say, oh, you, you, you succeeded, you, you're going to be so happy, like everything's going to be great, you're going to do this, you're going to do that, and everyone's going to be happy for you, and everyone will be celebrating. It's like, actually, look at what happens in society to our most successful people, our most public figures. They become objects. Not even, they're not treated like people anymore. They're treated like objects that people feel fully within their rights to either praise or attack without any knowledge really about what's going on. And like the, like both sides are equally kind of as crazy. If you have no idea what's going on with, a, say, a celebrity, why do you have such high uh, opinions of them? Especially if you really don't know anything about their lives other than what tabloid media has told you. How can you have such a high opinion of someone when you don't know them at all? And equally, how can you have such a low opinion of someone when you never met them? And then to go on social media and blast it out like it's fact. Why, why do we do that? It's, again, it's a, I think it's a, I don't think that's a modern day thing, but social media has, blown it out of proportion it's now whereas before it was hard for people to find a voice like you needed to get on in a newspaper or tv and that was hard now everyone's got a platform to blast you know to blast with a megaphone all their opinions and what we're finding is many of those opinions maybe are not very well thought through but look regardless my point is this if you catch hate when you catch hate and you will if you're successful and if you're listening to this, you are probably the sort of person who is going to become successful because this is not the sort of podcast that people who just do pageants because they, they want to be popular are going to listen to. I'm telling you now, brace yourself for the hate. But I've said this in another podcast episode, don't run away from it. You need to embrace it because it's going to make you tougher. 
where the courage comes in is to take the hate and not make and not let it make you a hard and cynical person. You can become tough and resilient. That's a good thing. But when you start becoming cynical and believing that everyone is out to get you, then that's not a good thing. And that's also not true. As I said, I really believe in the case of my friend and in the case of myself, it really was a vocal minority. As painful and as hard as it is to even see that in the moment, because all you're hearing really is the hate, the hate, the hate, the hate. And it's so ill-founded, so ill-founded, and it's so wrong. And these people don't hold themselves to the same standards that you do in terms of, if I, as I said before, if I'm going to accuse someone of something, I'm going to make sure I've got objective proof, not just hearsay, right? But that's me. That's not other people. That's my friend. That's not the haters on social media. So when you have a success, and if you're really, if you're really working for something, you know, at some point you're going to become successful. You might want to start getting used to getting hate and practice your resilience. Don't run away from it because if you run away from it, you're not going to learn the lessons from it and you're not going to be able to deal with it. And then when you do have to deal with it, unfortunately, you're going to find it a very, very difficult and lonely place, which success certainly sometimes can be. I am outside an old man's home and he just put his garbage bin out. And I think he's wondering why I'm talking to my phone in the car. Ah, uh, the, um, the things that we do. But in terms of, look, that, that's the mindset behind it. And, and that's, I think, by far the biggest thing. And this is what I told my friend is that, you know, you, you've got to learn it's not about you. It's about them. And you sort of got to become a bit more tunnel vision and just do what you think is right. And whatever anyone else says, good or bad, really shouldn't affect you as much. Uh, in terms of the, my, the, the, the small issue of do I leave those sorts of comments up on my social media, I really think I've gone back and forth on this, but my friend said, my best friend has said, he put it this way, it's, well, it's my social media, my rules. So if I have no problems with people disagreeing with me, and this is also what I told my friend, but if it's just someone putting on social media, like they're not looking for a constructive debate, they're not venting it, they're not giving an opinion, they're just laying on hate and lies and whatever it is, then get rid of it. Block. Only block and delete, because I mean, your your emotional well-being is worth more than these random people who take time out of their day to spout hate on someone's, on a stranger's social media. So I honestly don't care about them. I'm more concerned about you. So if you're in that place where people are not, not expressing a difference of opinion, because you should allow that, right? And that, we certainly need more of that in society. Today's society is all about cancelling everyone who's got a different opinion to ourselves. So we don't want to cancel people. But when they just come on and they're spouting hate, and I think you can tell the difference. I'm not saying you'll always get it right, because sometimes people can come to us with a difference of opinion and express it really strongly, and it can seem like we're being attacked, when really what's happening is that that person just expresses himself in a stronger way than maybe you would. Um but do your best to work out, is this person, put it this way, do you think this person that's putting stuff on your social media would actually be willing to change her opinion about you? If you think the answer to that is yes, 
then maybe leave it up and engage, engage with them, right, in the comments. If you think it's just a troll, or if you think this is a person who has no interest in changing their mind whatsoever, and again, just go with your in- intuition, trust your judgment, then delete, don't engage with them, block, delete, because we don't feed the trolls, right? So if at any time you are dealing with someone who's putting hate or multiple someones who are putting hate on you and you don't know what to do, my direct messages are always open because as someone who's dealt with it um, and dealt with a rather pointy end of it from some pretty, from some people who other people follow and look up to, God knows why, that's another matter. Um, I know how tough it can be, but I also know from experience that as long as you are doing what you believe to be right and you're putting in the hard work and people can see your character, then when you're being attacked unreasonably, not when someone's expressing a difference of opinion or has a legitimate criticism, but when you're just being attacked unreasonably and based on complete lies, just remember it's the vocal minority. And don't let them gaslight you to the point where you start questioning whether you've done the right thing. Because if you're anything like me, you agonize, if that's the right word, over making sure that the decision you make is the best one you can make at the moment. And that's all that anyone can ever ask of you. That's all you can ask of yourself. That's all I can ask of myself is to do the best we can at that moment. We're not going to get it perfect. But that no one else is either. So no one gives these other random people, these so-called pageant fans, the right to just jump on our socials and bash us and attack us for no good reason. So don't just sit there and be a victim because you're better than that. So block, delete. If you think they're open to having a constructive debate, then you can engage. On the other hand, If your emotional health is at an all-time low and you just can't deal with it, you can block and delete everything because it's ebbs and flows. Like it's kind of, you know, maybe before you go to engage with it, you should go for a run or something, get your body moving just to get the physiology up, get the blood pumping. Because if you're looking at this hate day after day after day or hour after hour, then you can be in such a low place that you really shouldn't be dealing with it at all. So leave it, like block and delete the obvious haters and then you can engage with the other ones when you're feeling in a safe space, well, a strong space to do so. There's no such thing as, if we're going to allow freedom of speech, there's no such thing as not being offended. Because So the idea of safe spaces has always confused me. It's like a place where you'll never be hurt or offended. That's not how life works, right? I mean, there's no such thing as being completely safe. The only way to be completely safe is to completely wall yourself off from everything, but then you're not alive. So... Oh, that was a pretty deep and meaningful episode. If, you have, if you've dealt with that in all seriousness, do let me know and um, I'll help you in any way I can. If you're looking for pageant coaching, you know where to go, um, thepageantboss.com. And I will speak to you in the next episode of the Pageant Boss podcast. Are you someone with big pageant dreams, but you're feeling kind of stuck, especially after 2020? Maybe you've lost your motivation. Maybe you've lost your purpose. Or maybe you're just not sure what your next step in pageantry should be. Over the last 12 months, I've worked with clients from systems such as Universe, World, International, USA, and Grand. I've helped girls get their motivation back, 
rediscover their purpose, and develop an unstoppable mindset. Sometimes one conversation is all it takes to completely turn your life around. And I'm opening up my coaching calendar to you for the first time just for listening to this podcast. So open a browser and head to thepageantboss.com where you can now book in for private one-on-one sessions with myself. Booking is immediate and you could be up and running in less than 48 hours. Don't let 2021 be the year that got away. Book in now at thepageantboss.com and I'll see you in the next episode of The Pageant Boss Podcast. Podcast.